Coming up, more big money wins for Chris Madden. Sheldon Hoddenshield sweeps the Outlaw Weekend, plus mini-series championships for Justin Peck and Logan CV. Let's go. Today is Monday, June 20th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Got a ton of dirt racing to talk about from the weekend, but just a heads up that it could be an interesting news day across the sport. I'll uh, obviously be, uh, be ready with the Dirt Tracker social media channels if anything happens. I uh, want to get you up to speed on tomorrow's daily about any developments today. So stay tuned today, my friends. Might be some interesting news out and about. Around the country, uh, we had a lot going on over the last few days with Ohio Sprint Speed Week wrapping up, USAC's Eastern Storm in Pennsylvania. We had the Outlaws at Beaver Dam, Lucas Racing for Big Money, and a lot more. Let's dive in first with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. They were at Smoky Mountain Speedway in Tennessee over the weekend for two nights, and Saturday's finale paid $50,000 to the winner. Chris Madden and Jimmy Owens grabbed split field feature victories on Friday night, but the story may have been Carson Ferguson. He ended up third in the second main event, but he battled Owens and Jonathan Davenport all race long. It was just his second ever weekend with Lucas, and he didn't seem to be too bothered uh, mixing up with two of the best to ever do it. He later ended up eighth on Saturday night after starting second in the big show. He previously had two 22nd place finishes with Lucas at Alltech back in February. He's definitely a young driver on the late model side to keep an eye on. Uh, I think somewhere I saw this is his first full season in a super late model. In the main event on Saturday night, Chris Madden started on the pole and led all 60 laps to earn yet another big payday in 2022. It was his fourth one of the year that paid $50,000 to win, and don't forget he also got $100K for finishing second to Davenport at the Eldora Million. According to Jackson Braun's numbers, Madden is now over $600,000 in winnings this season, and he trails only JD in that category. As for the Lucas Championship battle, the top two got a much cozier following the weekend, with Brandon Shepard now leading Tim Tim Shepard. Brandon Shepard leading Tim McCready by just 65 points. T-Mac ended up sixth on Saturday with Sheppy in ninth. This is definitely not a title that Shepard will be able to run away with as the summer continues. And McCready seems to be finding a bit of a stride lately with five straight top nine finishes. And don't forget he won back on May 22nd at 34 Raceway. We haven't seen Shepard in victory lane with Lucas since we left East Bay in February. Lucas teams get just a few days off here to regroup as the Firecracker 100 weekend is coming up at Lernerville. Uh, that starts Thursday this week. And then up in uh, Wisconsin at Beaver Dam Raceway, Sheldon Huddenshield swept the World of Outlaws weekend to earn his sixth and seventh, uh, seventh wins of the year. Friday night, he led every lap from the pole, and Saturday, he started third and was to the lead by lap 13. Huddenshield has now won five of the last nine World of Outlaws races and has moved into second in the standings behind Brad Sweet. But his last five events are a nice illustration of that duality we continue to see and talk about from Sheldon. Two wins over the weekend and a fourth at Knoxville from the weekend before, but also two 13th place finishes in that five race stretch at River Cities and Knoxville. With as consistent as Sweet continues to be, uh, Sheldon absolutely must find a way to cut out those nights where he isn't a top 10 runner. We did have some drama on Friday night uh, right at the start of the feature with a nasty crash that involved J.J. Hickel, Josh Schneiderman, and Craig Kinzer. In the aftermath, Kinzer was left with a concussion, and he's sitting out right now for the foreseeable future, so no 11K right now uh, on the Outlaw Tour. 
The incident started with contact between Marcus Dumsney and Hickel with the 25 nosediving into the track in an absolutely crazy way. Afterwards, if you were watching the Dervision broadcast, you saw Kenser's crew chief Mikey Kemper upset at Noah Gas, but apparently there was some miscommunication and Kemper thought Gas was the one that started the crash. I messaged uh, with Dervision's Chase Rodman and he said things have since been squared away between everyone. As for the title fight, things did tighten up over the weekend with top five uh, in the point standings. Now just 72 points apart because of a 10th place finish for, uh, for Brad Sweet on Saturday night. He cut a tire very late and ended up in the work area, but because there were so many lap cars, he didn't have to go to the tail and he was uh, able to recover to that 10th place finish. So with a huge week uh, at Houston's coming up now, Sweet leads Hoddenshield by 42 with David Gravel third, Carson Macedo fourth, and Logan Schuhart in fifth. Buckle up here, kids. This one is just getting good with the Outlaws. In Ohio, we saw the conclusion of the All-Stars Ohio Sprint Speed Week with weekend races at Limeland at Portsmouth. The Limeland show turned into a pretty big mess. Apparently, the track prep guy was sick or something, and the surface was just not ready for 410 sprint cars. The track became an absolute and complete dust bowl. We had drivers going through the infield and heats. They were moving around barriers and tractor tires. And eventually the series actually had to hold a driver vote to see if they were even going to run the night's feature. They did end up racing with Danny Dietrich eventually leading all 25 laps for his second win of the week. It seems like we've been waiting years to see a, a big 410 sprint car race at Limeland and the comments from fans and competitors afterwards were not good. Certainly not the night we were hoping for uh, on Friday. Over to Saturday in the finale at Portsmouth, Tyler Courtney led the most laps from the pole, but he slipped up in traffic on lap 20 and let both Brent Marks and Dietrich by. Marks went on to the $20,000 win, and with a third-place finish, Justin Peck was crowned Speed Week champion. Marks only raced three of the nights uh, with Ohio Sprint Speed Week, but ended up with a win and two-thirds. Not a bad few days for him. As for Peck... Over the nine nights, he did have two finishes outside the top 10, but the other seven races resulted in finishes of uh, uh, fourth or better every single one of those nights, including two victories. So with a few weeks off now to regroup, Peck has closed up on Sunshine in the season-long championship chase with only 38 points between them. Everyone else kind of from third on back, including guys like Parker Price-Miller, Cap Henry, Zeb Wise, Hunter Schoenberg, all had issues throughout the week and all are more than 160 points back at this point. Unless one of those other guys can really catch fire, I think this is a two-horse race right now. The All-Stars are back on July 6th at Lernerville. And a quick change of gears, uh, I did want to mention this. NASCAR did race on dirt over the weekend with the Truck Series at Knoxville. Todd Gilliland ended up the winner, but we did have some dirt racers in the field. Buddy Kofoid finished 11th in a Kyle Busch Motorsports truck after starting in 5th. He ran top 10 there late before fading just a little bit at the end. Dylan Westbrook was also there. He was 17th on the night. Jessica Friesen got upside down. She finished 34th. And Gateway winner Tyler Carpenter ended up 36th after driveline issues put him out early. It was a solid showing for Kofoid, who has aspirations of going pavement racing like we've talked about. And Westbrook gave up 2nd place in the ASCS National Tour standings to go run that race. Up in Pennsylvania, Easter Storm uh, for USAC is complete, and Logan Seavey ended up the Sprint Car Mini Series champion. Two wins and a third on Sunday at Bloomsburg Fair closed it out for the surging Seavey. He also won the Silver Crown race at Port Royal on Saturday night with a last lap pass to beat Mass, uh, Matt Westfall. I feel like we haven't talked about Logan Seavey a whole lot this season uh, with the Sprint Car, but he definitely has uh, showed up here over the last week. 
Justin Grant won Friday night at Williams Grove, even though he tried to throw it away several times on the cushion. Uh, photographer Dave Higgins had some really good shots of Grant airborne from that one. And Brady Bacon picked up the victory last night at Bloomsburg, leading all 30 laps to bag his second win of the week and fourth of the year. Big shout outs to Alex Bright and Briggs Danner, who fought hard all week to defend their East Coast turf against the national competitors. Bright had three top tens, including two second place finishes. He had one at the Grove and a hard charging one at Port Royal. Danner was top 10 every single night, including a second in Grandview, and he led laps at Bridgeport and Port Royal. Really impressive week for both of those drivers. In the national points, Grant leaves the weekend as the leader by 14 over the defending champion, Brady Bacon. CV, Robert Ballou, and CJ Leary complete the top five. The sprint cars are in Wisconsin this coming weekend with stops at Wilmot and Angel Park. As for Silver Crown, CV leads Cody Swanson in those standings with just two races uh, in the books in 2022. With the Summer Nationals, we had weekend wins from Bobby Pierce, Chris Simpson, and Brian Shirley at Tri-City, Fairbury, and Sycamore. Pierce won the first week championship and that kind of extra cash bonus that goes along with that. And he leads Ryan Unzicker right now by four points overall. We are down to just eight drivers who have competed in all six features. On the modified side, nobody can stop Nick Hoffman. Uh, just continues to be incredibly dominant with that tour. Five wins in five races and already over a hundred point lead in the standings. This one shaping up to be very similar to last year in which Hoffman dominated and won the championship. Teams are off today for a break, but the Hell Tour continues tomorrow night over at Springfield. Up at Cedar Lake, Jake O'Neill was the Friday winner with the USMTS Modifieds. O'Neill has six victories already this year. He's not even running full-time. It's pretty crazy to think that. And Saturday night in the finale of the Masters event, Derek Ramirez picked up the $10,000 winner's check. He's been trying to get back in the mix for the championship after a bit of a sl uh, slow start, and he's now within striking distance of leaders Dustin Sorensen and uh, Tanner Mullins. Remember, Ramirez is the defending USMTS champion. Other weekend winners included Derek Hagar and Wayne Johnson in ASCS National Tour Axe, and Johnson continues to lead the ASCS points now with Blake Hahn and Garrett Williamson in tow. Chase Dietz was a 4-10 winner at both Williams Grove and Lincoln this weekend. Trey Stark stayed hot out west with a 4-10 win at Grace Harbor. Remember, Dirk Cup is on tap this week at Skagit. Big money on the line out there. Ryan Timms swept the border battle between Jackson and Husets. Uh, how is that kid still 15 years old? And Anthony Macri won a Saturday at Port Royal. JDK asked me on Twitter about the 410 win list for the year. So here you go. According to SprintCarRatings.com, Anthony Macri has the most 410 wins this season right now with 12. Danny Dietrich has eight in second. AJ Flick, Carson Macedo, and Sheldon Hunchield all have seven in third. Brent Marks, Dominic Selzy, Justin Peck, Ryan Timms, Geo Selzy, and Logan Wagner complete the top 10 in 410 wins for the year. Elsewhere, uh, elsewhere, Will Harrington swept the Comp Cam's late model weekend at Magnolia. Jimmy Mars was a limited late model winner at Cedar Lake. That was a $10,000 win. Sam Seawright won with the Southern All-Stars at East Alabama, and Greg Satterley uh, was a ULMS winner at Sealands Grove. In Northeast Modified Action, Matt Shepard bagged the Short Track Super Series Sunday show at Devil's Bolt Speedway. There are four shows on the streaming schedule today. Flow Racing has 410 sprint cars from Skagit. Kind of a tune-up night up there as we get ready for Dirt Cup plus Flow 24-7. Speed Sport has IMCA racing from Park Jefferson and Coos Bay. If you want to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.